In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hello. Hello, dear Forrest. How are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you, Matt? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm feeling very, very Christmassy. We've got another Christmas episode. We have got another Christmas episode. I'm feeling festive. Mm. Um... I'm 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 feeling I'm trying to find a way to to segue into the intro, but I'm I'm it's, fi- it's not uh, working, is it? It's I'm, not. It's not feeling. I'm, I'm here Yay! too. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Shah. All right. You're right. Hang no. on. I want to do more of this. Oh. I don't know if this is helpful for the for the stream. Uh, for audio listeners, I'm just trying to ruin everything visually that I can. It's really amusing. <laughs> Wait until the reels for the fun. <laughs> uh, so um, yeah, shot. Tell tell us about yourself. Tell tell listeners who might never have heard of you before. Well, I don't know what they're on about. Who, yeah. who are they? Yeah, um, my name is Charcuterie. I am a drag performer coming out of <laughs> S. Oh, I've doxed myself now. <laughs> um, coming coming from Essex somewhere, <laughs> um, a mystery location. <laughs> And, um, yeah, uh, yeah, they asked me to do the podcast. And I was like, yeah, go on then. Saturday morning. What else am I going to be doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else am I going to say? The amount of editing I'm going to have to do. This <laughs> Already. It's Already. Brand oh, names, uh, Coca-Cola. Has, <laughs> where's Forrest gone? Is he just frozen? Oh, he's frozen. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's really that's but that's timely, isn't it? Because it's that time of year. Oh yeah, yeah, he has. We record this. Yeah. We record this on the second of December. Just to uh, oh, there like, he is. Spoilers. There he is. We record this on the second of December, and we've been hit by a cold snap. We have. We? It's been really cold. In in the mysterious location in Essex. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can bleep it out for us, can't you? You can bleep it all out. It'd be I, wonderful. I do- what I was saying before I disappeared on here. I think it will carry on the recording, but. I was saying that the amount of editing I'm going to have to do for this next hour of podcast is going to be... I, I could just envisage... Well, no, we, we can save you it, Forrest. For the next 15 minutes of podcast, the amount of editing you'll have to do for this 15-minute episode. Because <laughs> that's what you'll cut. You'll cut the, the rest. So we've got that in just in case. Yeah. Um, so... This mini-sode... <laughs> God. Uh, this so is going to be today. chaos. I can already feel it. I can already feel this is going to be absolute chaos. What we're, what we're going to try and talk about today, uh, and let's roll the titles uh, eight minutes in. Uh, today we're here to talk with Shah about Krampus. Oh. 
Krampus. Okay, so. Ho, ho, um, ho. Oh, no, no. Okay, <laughs> Shah, like, first question. What yeah. made you suggest this movie to us? I thought it'd ruin your plan of nice Christmas films. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, someone's picked Elf and someone's picked... So-, and I was like, Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> Just completely out there. I mean, in... Um, no, cr- it's a re- for me. It's a- it's probably actually my favourite Christmas film at the moment in my life. Um, you know, I don't know why I made that really emotional. Um, <laughs> but like, I was I was doing a panto a few years ago, and we all hung out in this creepy little cottage in the middle of nowhere. That was our digs, and someone was like, "We should watch this film." They knew of it. I didn't, and I'm a- I'm really bad at watching horror. Uh, so I sat there like hiding behind a, and then I was like, oh, this is just a really silly, fun film. And so it sort of prompted me to explore horror a bit more. So it's, uh, it changed my life. Oh, how, how lovely. Isn't it? <laughs> it changed your life. <laughs> the whole emotional that journey was. around this film. Wow. I mean, I, I immediately thought it was going to be completely gory, really like, like the, the worst kind of gore that I could experience in a horror movie, and it was nothing like that. You're right. I messed up with my pick. I should have. I should have picked I, something. Because knowing you, I would have gone. I would have thought. Oh, okay. She's definitely gonna throw throw Hostel. in something Let's watch horrific. Um, and actually, I'll be quite honest. For a first viewing, I really, really enjoyed it. And I actually will put this on my list. Genuinely, on my list to watch every Christmas. I thought it was great. Yeah, it's cracking. I like. It's is it high art? No, but like, is it fun? Yeah. Is it irreverent? Yeah. Is it Christmassy? Absolutely. And it's it's not, you know, like Christmas is it's it is my favorite time of year. Like I play mm. a certain large red man. Well, I am a large red man, <laughs> uh, but I play a man in reds, a large man in reds, uh, occasionally. No spoilers for the childrens out there. But like, it's my favorite time of year. It's my absolute favorite time no of year. Spoilers. But I don't want to. I don't want to name the person. No, no, no. I, I would. I would probably argue you've got very close to just revealing it anyway. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think there's many to choose from. But... Well, Ronald McDonald. He um... <laughs> comes out once a year. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, true. Um, it's it's absolutely my favourite time of year, like if only because work picks up, yeah. but also other stuff is it, it's just nice. But you know, lots of people have like family issues around Christmas as well. It, it's that age old thing. Oh, I've got to spend time with the in laws. Mm. Um, Matt's nodding fervently. Oh my god, Matt, can't tell. Um, <laughs> Poor Rachel. Oh, oh try Very terrible. Um, <laughs> But, like, I like in this movie that they don't get on, and it's not lovey-dovey. It's, mm. like, real. Yeah. They have a fondness for each other, but it's that same fondness that's like, yeah, I see you every year, and we're connected, and whatever. And and what, what I, and I think, yeah, I agree, because what, what's really nice is that doesn't change at the end either. So we don't. Mm. So you know, suddenly all of these characters aren't like harmonious, and you know we don't. It's not got a 
it's not even got a positive ending as such, you know, we'll talk about it specifically, but what's really yeah. nice is that family dynamic is always there. Um, I, th- I think I, I thought the, I, I didn't, I wasn't so sure that this film might have blood and guts, but I was definitely worried about, um, uh, jump scares and I hate jump scares. So through the uh, whole yeah. thing, I was like, I was like, Oh sure. What have you done? What See, I don't mind. Like that's that's what I found with horror. I can't cope with jump scares because they make me angry at myself. For, for <laughs> you jumping. go straight into anger. So, like, oh, I, oh, oh, come on! I go, I yeah, I go properly. Like I go, oh, for fuck's sake! Um, and then I'm like, move on. Um, I, I, you put, you put really deep, horrible psychological awfulness or gore or whatever. Like, and I, and I'll manage. But it's, you know, a picture of a bat goes, and I'm like, God's sake, I hate this film. (laughs) But it kind of, it alluded to a jump scare immediately in the first shot with the old grandma, you know, when she's kind of just there cooking Mm -hmm. and her eyes turn to the right and you kind of immediately, you're put into that kind of, oh God, we're going straight into it. And then it's just a family. They do a lot of teasing. Yeah, they do. They do. I thought it was really good. I'm, Although, before we get to that mm. shot, though, you've got the whole opening sequence, which is that Christmas yes. sale. And the I loved it. It's amazing. Yeah. It's like the opening, like, uh, Dead Island. I don't know if you ever remember the trailer of Dead Island. Yes. Where Gosh, yeah, I totally do. Yeah. Yeah. Matt won't be able to watch it now because he's got kids, <laughs> and in it, a little kid dies. Um, but, like, it's all just running and chaos, and it's got mm. Bing Crosby over it, and it's such a... It's just, for me. It's just camp. I use the word camp just to, just to be like it's irreverent or it's silly or it's fun. Mm. It doesn't take itself seriously, um, and this movie is is absolute camp. Yeah, hundred <clears throat> percent. I think I think between the between the opening credits, uh, the scene um, that we were talking about with Omi, um, mm. and then and then when they enter and it goes back to comedy. I, I think for me the first 10 minutes are quite jarring because you go literally from like five, you go through about five different genres you of do, film yeah. and you're yeah. like what like what is, is this like a hot tub time machine comedy like you know ridiculous physical comedy and then it's like oh no okay oh we're getting some serious stuff and it's like oh no okay this is not this is definitely not it's like when you've got Adam it gives you a bit of everything yeah, you've got Adam mm. Scott and David Kochner as well like you look at those two and you're like okay this is going to be already you know it's going to be funny both of them can do serious really well but like you know mm. which you've both of them got in, in scenes together and they're in a movie together there's going to be those light moments and it's particularly in that uh the first meal that they have it felt like it was something out of um like you know a judd apatow movie like talladega nights if- Step Brothers, you know yeah, Step Brothers. Yeah. When they first arrived, I, I thought, "Oh wow, this is gonna be this is like Step Brothers yeah. like Christmas movie." Yeah, yeah. And, and I was and I was, I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> it's not no way." What's lovely with though with that Christmas meal is like, and you know, I I I like that dysfunctions at the centre of it because I don't think anyone has those big family reunions. Very, I'd say very few and very lucky people have those family reunions where there's not any sort of and it doesn't have to be big tension or blow sort of blowouts but like there's always like that oh well they last time i saw them they insulted my banoffee mm. pie like there's always mm. that mm. and uh, just little resentments or, or or slight grievances that just give it a little bubbling of of, of tension 
Yeah. Oh yeah, you, you didn't cast me in Treasure Island. Yeah, just you know, wow. small small things wow. that. Wow, oh, that... yeah, you no longer think of me. You no longer even think of me as an actor. <laughs> <laughs> I... Right, Shaw, you won't remember this. I think it was probably about a year ago. You were round and we were in the living room, and I said, um, "Oh, it, it, it was something to do with being at the Mercury or something like that," um, which is a theatre that maybe none of us work at. Bleep that out, Forest, Future Forest. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, we were talking about being at a theatre. At a theatre. And I was saying, oh, you know, actually being under the lights, my my eyes had to adjust to it. And you were like, yeah, you're not used to the bright lights like me. And I was like, ah! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> was like, so shady. What an icon. <laughs> it was so I'm, good. I'm proud yeah, of you. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> It was very good. What, did I say it tongue in cheek? I must have said it. Tongue I don't in know. Cheek. I couldn't tell at that moment. I said it tongue in cheek. I'm not having it suggested that I think I'm the shit. I just happen to be it. I don't have to think it. Oh, that's so funny. That's hilarious. Oh yeah, you know the shine. The shine has worn off. Ah, oh. uh. so you know what? So. So Krampus. Krampus. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah, lots of lots of different genres. Um I so the story, right? One and and I'm gonna need both of you here. One element of the story, I was like, okay, have I missed something? So you know, uh I believe it's Max is Max the yeah, Max the young yeah, Max uh, son. Lad. Yeah. Now he writes a letter, doesn't he? Uh, and it's about like it's, it's a letter to a, certain, to a certain someone in red. To a certain someone in red. The um, Kool Aid guy. And dear Ronald, <laughs> bring me my nuggies. <coughs> in that letter, right? So obviously, there's not. There kind of is an order to how the uh, the family, you know, they. Whatever die or however you want to say it, they they get taken with, um, by Krampus and, and his gang. Um, and in is it in the letter he he's determined that order, or is that just a separate so. thing? Okay, mm. oh. no, I don't think so. I think they sort of, I think the order is just fairly. It's relatively inconsequential mm. as far as I can mm. tell. Uh, I think it just happens in the order in which it happens, just for. I mean, let's be honest, all the kids get captured first because you can't have the kids swearing and firing shotguns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true that. Yeah. Um, the, because, uh, so the parallel, there are parallels that I saw with this uh, film, um, and a, for a couple of reasons, actually, um, with, have you seen um, Labyrinth? And I'm on about David Bowie's Labyrinth. Yes. Now, yeah. now in that she says, um, like, uh, she's talking about her, the child, isn't she? And she's going like, I don't want, yeah, like, I baby. don't want you there, I don't want you there, I don't want you there. And then, and then they take her away, and then that's that. Um, and that's kind of, and I didn't know if you know, with Max's letter, it was a kind of like, you know, I don't, you know, I, I'm sick and tired of her, you know, auntie, blah blah, and but yeah, maybe not. Well, so so my understanding with the letter, and like this, this is full spoiler cast, is it? Is that all yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So my understanding with the letter is obviously he writes in the letter like, 
I want my family to get on. And I, you know, and dear Santa, I know that uncle, whatever, wants, wants the kids, wanted the kids to be boys and all that, which is why it kicks off at the table. Cause they're like, no, it didn't. Mm. It's like, you're, <laughs> you're both playing American football and a very sort of butchly dressed as forced by your dad. Um, it's not so much what's in the letter as the fact that he sort of gives up and tears the letter up and throws it off into the night sky. Mm. Um, that's where I think that invitation sort of comes, as it were. Is mm. it's, it's when it's when your belief dies um, and, and you sort of get cross about it that you yeah you invite um, Rob Zombie in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, when yeah, Omi talks about it, doesn't she? She says, "When belief and hope is gone and Christmas spirit dies, Krampus is here." Mm. Yeah. Question. Says Shah. Says Shah. We're we're very similar. <laughs> What's the difference? So, talking about the origins of Krampus very quickly. Okay, so it's a German. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a German. East, Eastern, Eastern European, European. Like, it's a Germanic folklore. Right, okay. What's what's the difference between Krampus and Belschnickel? Because I thought Belschnickel was also German folklore as well, of the same thing. Aren't aren't Belschnickels like the equivalent of elves? I'm going to quickly Google it if I remember correctly. I think they're so elves are to Santa what Belschnickel are to Krampus, if I uh, remember correctly. Okay. Although I can't quite remember how to... There we go. Let's do Belschnickel. Because Belschnickel, like, decide who's been naughty and nice, don't they? Yeah. Which would be but, in line with Santa and Krampus, but maybe they're like a... Are they like a PA? Is it yet? Oh, so Bel- Belschnickel brings presents. Krampus only ever hits you. Like that. Like, in the folklore, as I understand it, mm. like, Santa would bring you a present, or Krampus would come and hit you with a stick. Right. Like that that's the whereas Belschnickel seems to do um Oh god. So I've got I've got via Yeah, he's a man with a long tongue. Yeah. And... Uh, but via Affinity magazine it says Krampus, however, is the antithesis of Saint Nicholas Saint Nicholas. Krampus is the half goat yeah. character who goes around the world terrifying and tormenting bad children. Belschnickel marries the torture torturing and rewarding practice into one judgmental character. So he decides well, right there. I think there's then. a difference then. Is he's a bit of yeah. both. Okay. So you, so if you see Krampus, you're fucked. If you see Belsnickel, Belschnickel, then you could be, you know. Could oh, be here we go. This is quite interesting. Okay, so um this is uh this is from Jacob Brown, eighteen twenty four. And he says that he did not hear of Santa Claus. Instead, so this is what he says. He was known as Chris Kinkle, Beltsnickel, or sometimes as the Christmas Woman. Children then not only saw the mysterious person, but felt him, or rather his stripes upon their backs with his switch. Etc, etc, etc. He or she would be equipped with an ample sack, hello, about the shoulder, <laughs> filled with cakes, nuts and fruits, and a long hazel switch, which was supposed to have some kind of charm in it, as well as a sting. Um, one hand would scatter the goodies upon the floor and then the scramble would begin by the delighted children <laughs> and the other hand would ply the switch upon the backs of the excited youngsters who would not show a wince but had it been parental discipline there would have been screams to reach a long distance 
So he's like, oh, here's treats. Watch me hit you. <laughs> and the kids go, yay. Oh, it's messed up. <laughs> it's messed up. Oh wow! And and from what from what that just said, he's got is so his his stick is magic. So he hits all of the kids. Belschnickel mm. hits all of the kids, but only the ones that are bad. It hurts because it's a magic stick. <laughs> Lovely. It's what every Victorian yeah. teacher told their class as I they love it. whipped them around the back. Lovely. Yeah. It only hurts if you're bad. Yeah. But that then ties into like I mean just. That all ties into the idea of witches, you know, like the whole. Mm. Well, if you're guilty, you'll drown. No, if you're guilty, <laughs> you'll rise and we'll burn mm. you. And mm. if you're innocent, you'll drown. And it's like, okay, so so it only hurts if you're bad, and then we do the bad thing yeah. anyway. Wow, <laughs> we'll probably no, cut. All no, this, we? we won't. All that's that's informative. It's educational, if anything. That's right. It's educational. Beat children. It only hurts if they're bad. Which is a terrible thing. As a parent, is a terrible thing. Um, One thing at the. (laughs) Moving on. Uh, um, One of the things that I did that did make me laugh, uh, and one of my. Uh, well, I don't know if it's a critique. One of my early observations of the film was that um, when it, when it all begins uh, and the chaos starts and the and the daughter dies first, um, <clears throat> basically no other household for miles is affected by any of this. We see all the houses and not a single person is ever seen going. Christ, what on earth is happening here? Isn't it like? But I wonder. I. Rem- yeah, no, isn't it just like a really remote house anyway? Because d- didn't they mention that in the beginning? No, there's loads no, of they, houses. They drive down and the they see loads of houses. The boyfriend lives four blocks away. The boyfriend lives oh, four yeah, blocks of away. She was yeah, just yeah, walk yeah. It. But I, I think that's because, like, you know, I don't think Krampus affect every. I think it's like almost like pocket universe for a second. It's like here mm. is this experience for you lot. It's not. It's not sort of I come and take over this bit of earth. It's you come to my christmas place yeah but then but then omi's memory goes against that because we we then see a scene where it's about kind of society it was like there's greed and there was you know we, we saw kind of societal effects and and the reason why krampus arrived but but it was only her parents that went mm. it was only her family otherwise yeah. there'd be like an an army of children with bells. yeah <laughs> Just petals bumping up everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Do you know why she's called Omi? Why? I'll back, I'll back down. That sounds like a good. It's just German for Granny. Oh, fair. So she's just called Granny, which is very adorable. <laughs> That's cute. Oh, Forrest, where have you gone? He's just he's thinking. thinking. <laughs> Don't worry. He's, he's really contemplating. <laughs> he's left in a thinking pose. German for Granny. Oh, it's that animation with all the all the calculations. We... Oh, you know, she's like, I was going to say, we no, and all the all the algebra appears around her head. <laughs> You're right, Forrest. You're back. You're back. Are You're you back. Forrest? I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I, 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 yeah, I don't know what's going on with the Wi-Fi. You Come. couldn't see the forest in the trees. Very good. That's a good bit of business there. Well done. Um, there's a couple of Easter eggs to other Christmas movies in this movie. Um, when the storm is initiated, there are a few shots uh, that are akin to Home Alone with the wreath. Uh, at the door 
banging uh, during the storm. There's a Christmas ornament, I think a Christmas Santa that falls as well. And that happens in Home Alone. So there's 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 clear little ties to it, which is quite nice. I don't know. Did anybody see any other Easter eggs from other movies? That was the only one I noticed. I only saw Christmas things. Great. Uh, <laughs> that works. Easter eggs. Different Ob- movie. Obviously, obviously, any gingerbread that has a mouth. Uh, obviously, obviously, it was a Shrek. Shrek. Yeah, reference there. Yeah. Yes. Um, and they had. Uh, we'll get to it in a second, but you know Jack uh, from Jack of the Beanstalk. Uh, not Jack of the Beanstalk. Jack, Jack of the Box. Jack of the Beanstalk. <laughs> Jack from Jack yeah. of the Box is clearly a reference to um, Tremors. Oh uh, okay. yeah. Okay. Great. I'm talking shit. Oh. <laughs> do we do we do we have like a favourite? Lo- me, me. What I love about that is that me and Matt were so polite. Yeah. Like, yeah, right. oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Come yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just going to share how great we are, I guess. No idea. Yeah, great. No idea. I'm with you. Yeah, fine. I got you. Yeah, great. Um, but I must say that uh, one of my favourite sequences uh, I mentioned it briefly was Omi's uh, uh, memory where they went into oh, kind of broad, an- animation I thought that was brilliant and it's so like left field like well this whole film is quite frankly but that an- animation sequence kind of comes out of nowhere and it, and it was great so really does her English yeah, well. yeah. <laughs> as she tells the story I love it what an unhelpful woman <laughs> All of her family have popped round and she refuses to speak English. And you just assume, cool, that's just that's just granny. She speaks German. Dad <laughs> understands her. I understand her. Fine. And then halfway through the film, I think at this point a couple of the children are gone. And she's like, don't worry, everyone. I've seen this before. It's the Krampus. All think- of this... It would have been helpful any time before now. Doesn't doesn't Aunt Dorothy comment on that? Though? She does. I yeah. think someone I does, think does so comment. So yeah, funny in this movie. I love. She's her. Really she's good. wonderful. Such a good character. She sadly passed away three years ago. I didn't even notice. She's iconic. In a... were you friends? No, you should just the roles that she. She's one of those actresses like when you she 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 just plays one role, but that role works in every movie she's in. Wow, Dragger. Now she's dead. Speak a little. <laughs> Lack of versatility. She just plays one character. That's meant as a high compliment. And... Sadly, she died, but, you know, she only ever played one part. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. R.I.P. That's all i got to say on that. Do we have a favourite line, everybody? In this movie, because I got one. Can I tell you mine? I, yeah, okay. go on. Um, Adam Scott's character, uh, when they're outside uh, trying to catch this ominous uh, spectre, um, he says to um, I can't remember the character's name, so I'm just going to their real name. So David, in the scene, he says he says to him, "You packed guns on Christmas." <laughs> I thought it was really funny. Next. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Move on swiftly, Matt, because clearly, clearly me and Shaw thought that was hilarious. <laughs> so, uh... Tough, tough crowd. Tough crowd. I, I don't think I have favourite lines. I just have favourite visuals. I, like, yeah. when the angel... Like, can we talk about the attitude? Yes, we can. I was, yes. Okay. 
just just to add though favorite line the one line that did get me is when tom says uh shepherd's got to protect his flock and he's <laughs> talking about his kids and i'm like what a what a shocking line what a douche. <laughs> yeah. anyway sorry yeah attic scene uh, the attic scene so so the two girls um the two girls have gone upstairs looking for um becca becky no something to do with but the g- Beth, Beth. Yep. The, the the sister who's already long gone, um, she's upstairs and they go upstairs and find a bunch of presents, um, and then we don't see them until <laughs> until the mums rush upstairs to see a little girl being eaten by a giant clown faced snake who lived in a jack in the box. In what is genuinely one of the most disturbing carrot creatures I think I've ever seen it on is, film. It is horrendous. Like it is It's so horrible. It's it's obviously when it opens its mouth and it, you it just <laughs> But also you've got to think how they how do they achieve that practically? Like how do they do because that was all practical effects. That wasn't I think like, so. it looked genuine. It was it was terrifying. But what I love my favourite thing is you see that face and you're like, oh my god. And then the mouth closes and it's just this goofy, goofy looking dork of a clown thing. Like sort of wriggling about. And I, oh my god, it sent me. It reminded me of when Mr. Patek... Like, I, ju- I like silly physics. I like goof... Like, for some reason, physics being weird really sets yeah. me off. So, like, in Toy Story 3, when Mr. Potato Head sticks his face parts on a tortilla and he's just all floppy, <laughs> I was crying laughing. <laughs> I'm screaming laughing at that. It set me off for some reason. And Jack, in this film, like, this big old dumb-faced worm wiggling about, killed me. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> Yeah, I felt like that. I mean, the whole film is mental, but that scene was like I just went right. Okay, times it by a hundred. <laughs> We're just gonna bring in like I don't. I didn't know what was going on, so I was just like, I don't. They had they had an angel hang Tony Collette with Christmas lights. Yeah, <laughs> and and trust me, she did what a believable performance. <laughs> She's, she's incredible. Tony Collette's incredible in yeah. everything. Yeah. It's, it's what I mean, though. It's just so not the type of cast you would expect to be no, in a film. No. Where there's a no, fucking see angel. Tony Collette, and you're expecting, like, mental breakdown, hideous trauma, mm. yeah, um, yeah. probably a child that goes like, or whatever. Um, and it's just campy. It's so silly, this mm. film. Mm. If it... If- and then, of course, during the attic scene, you've got the intercut between that and the gingerbread fight. Oh, it's so funny. With, that is my favourite bit. With uh, At one point, doesn't he have like some... Um, a nail gun. Like, it's a nail gun, isn't it? Nail yeah. gun. That's yeah. it. Nail gun. That's what I'm trying to say. That, uh, that bit for me was remarkable. Remarkable cinema. <laughs> I mean, it's what you want from films, isn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah. And then, and then he can't reload the shotgun before the third one. It's like, oh my god, what's going? Oh, of course, the faithful dog is going to eat the flaming gingerbread person. <laughs> Just gone, threat gone. <laughs> this this film also pulls no punches. It takes out babies. It takes yeah. out 
kids. It Mm. takes out a dog. What film takes out the dog? That's so true. Yeah. I mean, also... John Wick and Krampus. John Wick and Krampus. (laughs) The... um, I think what one scene that's slightly earlier on, but is ge- I genuinely was like, "Cry, this is horrifying." Was the uh, chimney scene? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Literally, yeah. I'm like, he "It's goes- how I go." That's how they'd get me. That is meant. Uh, gee, yeah, food, food by food <laughs> by the fireplace. Yes, please. Of course, I'm taking that. <laughs> yeah, I'm all I'm all up for that. <laughs> Do you know what I was thinking? I was thinking it must be like one o'clock in the morning. I was like, if that was me. That's going to be indigestion in 10 minutes. Having a gingerbread. That's Christ, it. Christ, how boring your thoughts are Gin- as you're watching the film. That's a genuine note. Well, actually, that's a, that's if, a... if that was me, if I was eating that, I'd have indigestion. That'd be, that'd be terrible <laughs> oh, for that's my what stomach. I thought, I thought yeah. that's a silly thing for you to the do, young man. The only chain I'd be yanking is the flush on the toilet. <laughs> I'd have been up at least three times in the night by that point. Where we're going, we don't need toys. <laughs> but a crossword book will do. I'm going to be sat there for hours. <laughs> but yeah, sorry for us going on. No, no, I, just, I think I said, I said it. It was just, yeah, absolutely also, horrifying. The sound effect when the aunt gets pulled out of the window... Did you clock this? It's out of nowhere. They've not done any cartoony sound of it. And then suddenly she gets bored and they're like, What? Is it is it her or who who like who decides they're just gonna go out anyway? Someone follows after her. The dad um, the dad jumps the dad uh, whammy (laughs) jumps on jumps on the Jack and the Beanstalk. I keep saying Jack and the Beanstalk. Jack in the box. Jumps, jumps on for no reason
it, I think it's a silly enough film. They could have got away with like just turfing the baby out the door, out the out the out the window. God. Yeah, oh, true. I'm not advocating for it, but I think they could have got away with it. I think they just chose chose against. But also, there's that thing of like maybe it was just a total innocent. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're just a baby dressed as an elf. Like, chill out. Baby dressed as an the, elf. Come sit on the demonic sleigh. It'll be fine. I mean, I thought this film was nuts when I watched it, but na- the more we talk about it, it is bonkers. Like, it's it absolutely is mad. mental. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, so all that chaos happens and then we get to the end. Mm. Mm. Where and... Krampus rocks up and gives Max a bell. Yes. Like like he'd given Omi. Yes. And 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 a very uh a moment where he strokes his face with a very long finger. Yeah. And, and... He wipes a tear away. He wipes he? his tears like away. Yeah. I uh but, yeah, what you, what... kinda like it. <laughs> what you... yeah, not not much. Not not really. Um, what do we think of the look of Krampus? Because Krampus has been depicted quite a few times in the movies um, and since as well. This came out in 2015. There's been a few that have come out since that are a sequel, direct sequel, or a different project in its t- in, entirely. Um, yeah. Now, I, I, I thought it could have been scarier. I don't know. Well, maybe that's just me. Like, the fact that it felt like it was a mask kind of made me... It kind of... Disassoci- I disassociated a little bit from the fear of it because it was like, well, that's just. I like, oh, see. I kind of like. I just. I. I. I feel like the design's really effective. I'll get onto a point in a second when I feel like it's not effective. Like if we go, if we jump back to the opening mm. scene where the the daughter's trying to get to her yeah. boyfriend, and you see Krampus jumping from roof yeah. to roof, mm. it's like, yeah. oh no. So when when he sort of comes down and he, he sort of appears in the last like twenty minutes of the film. Um, I actually rather like the design because I like the idea that it's still in some way human in origin. Mm. Um, I quite enjoyed that, but like, also you just like, what the hell happened to this thing? Like, what? Yeah, what? what where has it been that it 
where where Look, have you been? <laughs> yeah, I, but I I agree. I agree with Shar actually. I think that it needs to be a variation of Santa Claus. So, so, yeah, it, so naturally it can't be too ludicrous it, it, it felt very I, I, th- I think it was very right it felt just mm. enough just enough clawsy and just enough like a hybrid version I, I thought they were going to go a little bit further with it though at the end when Max is having this confrontation with Krampus just before he gets thrown in um, I thought he was going to oh so when when we say thrown in so Max goes back sorry, and he, yeah. he throws the bell at Krampus's feet and he's like, I don't want this. I just want my family back. There's a lesson. <laughs> uh, I don't want this. I just want my family back. And then the bell, but rather than being like, oh, he's learnt the lesson. Here's his family back. The bell melts through the snow and then forms a portal to hell. And we watch as uh, Krampus throws the, like, the last cousin into the hell portal and then sort of grabs Max by the head. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yes. So that moment, um, I had a feeling that Max was going to kick the the mask or the the, the the front face. I thought there was something else within it. I thought the actual, yeah, Ooh. I thought he was going to kick it off and then would see the actual creature underneath it with the tongue and you know more accurate to the folklore. So that's that's it's that scene that I I find amusing in terms of Krampus's design because for some reason inexplicably. His mouth is open that whole yeah, scene, just hanging yeah. open, like a nutcracker without a nut. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know what's going on here. Um, I'm glad he didn't speak. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's true. Like, I, fe- I feel like based on how the, the whole movie had proceeded, him to be like, so what do you want to do then, Max? Would have been very, like, okay, <laughs> cool, brilliant. <laughs> I, I like that it's just this force that just watches and judges and does whatever. Yeah. Um, and I also enjoyed that he then just throws the kid into hell. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wasn't expecting it. I was like, there's going to be this will turn." He around. goes, "Cool, bye." <laughs> <laughs> drops the kid into the hell portal. Mm. Mm. And and then we and then we get the scene. It was it was only a dream. It was only a dream. Uh, Max wakes up, um, wa- uh, walks downstairs. We get the signature. Yeah, the minute Max wakes up, I'm like, ah, oh, hang on a minute. Any second now, we're going to get what happens in any film where they wake up, someone wakes up on Christmas Day or the family are downstairs and you hear, you hear nothing. And then suddenly they turn on the volume and you hear <laughs> just all the preamble downstairs. Because obviously when they first wake up, you have no hearing. And then it just comes to, they just walk in the room a bit and then suddenly a burst of energy from downstairs. Uh, yeah. and, he, and he walks down uh, and then he sits uh, between his mum and his dad and then it's a lovely scene that turns into a not-so-lovely scene. Well, it, yeah, it's, is it a lovely scene? Mm. They, they're all sort of sat around and then they're haunted by lines and things that they say, you brought guns on Christmas? Lines that they'd said the night before. Uh <laughs> Um, and then it zooms out mm. to a snow globe, and their house is inside a snow globe. And what do you make of that? I I I quite like that they double down on it. Like, yeah, no, this is the lesson. This is the moral of the story. Don't you know? Don't wish that because you never know. He might turn up. Do you know what I mean? If a kid was watching that, which it kind of it might. Yeah, 
how about you, Forrest? Because I've this is where we get into this theory that Ooh, I read okay. earlier, and I was like, oh, yeah, because yeah, I because like I. Sp- I suppose the question is, is that snow globe, uh, is it a memory of a time? So we've moved, so Krampus has moved on. So like, that's a reminder of, you know, Max, don't, that's your lesson learned. So don't ever go back to what you were because Krampus is always a, fr- a threat. Um, or is it, it's a snow globe Krampus lessons not learned that you, you're tired for life i suppose i i, I didn't really i can't really answer that in my own head but i quite like so the openness that's sort of the crux of this thing so so i'd previously watched it and gone cool and then he traps him in a snow globe forever yeah mm. and he and they live in his workshop or whatever but i read that i read a thing earlier and so and i don't know why it, it never occurred to me and someone went i don't think they're trapped in the snow globe i think that's just how krampus then keeps an eye on them Mm. Oh, yeah. so, so it's, 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 it's like okay. and, and that for me went that makes way more sense yeah. and the reason maybe Omi's parents never came back was because she kept the bell ah, yeah that's great yeah. she accepted that it happened whereas all which then means all those snow globes if you go with that theory all those snow globes are families who did sort of learn the lesson to, to stick together mm. but he's keeping an eye you yeah. know the whole he sees you when you're sleeping. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think that that's probably the thing because I, I, yeah, I think Max has learned his lesson, but has to forever abide by that lesson. And if he, you know, Ooh. and if not, Krampus is a looming threat. I think, yeah, that's that's probably the initial thought process I had. I think that's great. I love. I actually love that. So there's no more. There's no more kicking the shit out of one of the three wise men at the nativity. Hmm. Because that's how this film opens. The first time we meet Max, he's having a full-on fist yeah. fight during a nativity play at yeah. a mall. Yeah, he, I mean, he, you know, he's not necessarily a nice kid, and I quite like that. He's causing shit in the opening titles, and he's also takes an absolute belt into the, to the um, uh, to the children of yeah, yeah to the cousins. Yeah, that's mm. it. Um, so it's quite nice because we're not. It's not typical in that sense either we're not we're not met a really nice kid who's just having a bad time we're meeting a kid who's you know he's a bit of a troublemaker himself mm-hmm. does he deserve it who knows <laughs> probably there's no there's no perfect people with like just carrying on through with christmas spirit every everyone's just it as campy as the film is the people just feel quite real i mean they've got yeah, unreal so circumstances around them but they mm, all feel pretty yeah. real like there, there's a wonderful moment where it's around the time that he's like, Shepard's got to protect his flock where he's like, I'll keep watch overnight. Uh, and then immediately jump cuts to him asleep <laughs> and the fire's gone out. And it's like, yeah, he's lost a lot of blood. He's tired. Mm. <laughs> like, he would just go to sleep. Yeah. 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 Well, Shah, we rate our movies with Chris packets. Um, so if you were to give this a brand of crisps, a flavor of crisps, and the contents of what's inside it as well, what would you give it? I mean, I don't know if you remember, but and I feel I feel dead smart. I didn't know about this, but I feel dead smart because <laughs> I got the right answer. A couple of years ago, Walkers did a Brussels sprouts crisp. Yes, yes. And they were incredible. They were so delicious and not at all what you'd expect. And I think that is a very good it's a twist on christmas you wouldn't expect mm. but you enjoy it mm. nonetheless 
It's Walker's Brussels sprouts. That's a really that's a, that's almost spot on. I'd say Ooh, that's spot on. I love that. It's festive. It's to theme. It's it won't be for everyone. Delicious. Some people might absolutely love it, hate it. Yeah, yeah, mm. that works. Um, Forrest, what about you? I've been looking for those crisps ever since. So if anyone can hit me yeah, up, they're with not them, out anymore, are they? No, I'm really sad. I was waiting for them the year after, and they never oh, came back. Sucks. Well, I don't think I ever had them. You're not. But I, they were so good. I'm definitely going to have them next mm. time. Just like umami and a bit of salt on the palate. It was always well nice. Go on, Forrest. Uh, for me, I would say this is, uh, for similar reasons, uh, Pickled Onion Monster Munch. You know, yeah. they're, they're, an, they're an outlier of the crisp world, but if you lo- love them, you fucking, they are deep diving into them or or you're really not keen on a pickled onion monster munch mm. i think there's no you know it's not something that you'd go oh i'm in the mood for a crisp i'll naturally go for that you, you've got to be like you're going harder going That's home they're one where you sit you so you didn't know you were going to get them but you've gone to the shop for crisps and then you look and you go oh oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's get some of them. Yeah, yeah. They 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 probably appear once every three weeks in a Tesco meal deal. And that, you know. And the other thing with them is when you have them, everyone else knows about it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so, so true. true. So true. Um mine Matt? mine are gonna be uh, Twiglets. For kind of the same reasons oh, as Ben. Shah, sorry. Um I think we've got sort of Twiglets on sorry. What what what? It's not a problem. It's not a, it's not it's not secret, a secret, is it? Uh, Twiglets, Marmite, yeah, it's... Some people love it, some people hate it, and it's usually they kind of, like, turn around every Christmas as well. So, if, But I love them. But I've grown to love them. I cannot bear Twiglets. They taste like ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> if it was actual Marmite... The most accurate... If it was actual Marmite taste, fine. But uh, people just say Marmite because it's that same haunting colour but it's mm. not my next time you get some marmite and get some twiglets and try them one after the other and tell me they're the same taste they're not twiglets are like burnt ashtray <laughs> burnt horrible. ashtray twiglets always remind me of that Mr Bean sketch um, where he is making Christmas dinner and then he doesn't have anything and he tries to find snacks. So he goes outside where he actually opens up his window in his kitchen and he gets a tree, drags it in, cuts it off and then just like literally claims that as Twiglets. So they always remind me of that moment. Something nostalgic. Yeah, that's beha- that's industry spoilers. That's what it is, except they rub them in an ashtray. <laughs> Twiglets, is, that is... <laughs> I mean, that's a retro. Like, I don't think I'd go many places and see Twiglets, but you, 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 so they're always there at the finger buffet. If you go to a particular place and you're ending up with a buffet, that tends to be yeah, the hell. crisp, and it's very weird. And it, it, they're not commonly out there. Do you know what I mean? It's like the finger finger buffet people are like, oh yeah, fuck yeah. Well, I'll tell you what we, I'll tell you what we like: ready salted walkers, cheese and onion, and some Twiglets. Uh, every finger buff I've ever been to. I don't know if you've seen the extended cut of this movie, but there is a deleted scene where um, Max actually keeps the bell and Mm. as punishment for being the worst person imaginable, (laughs) Krampus just gives him twiglets. (laughs) He goes, that's worse than being thrown into hell. 
have a bowl of Twiglets and we're all going to watch you eat them. <laughs> they're, 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 the, they're not even food. <laughs> they're construction material for Sylvanian families and nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> you properly double down in. I, I think... I, I, I hate... <laughs> Wiglets are making me hate this film just because of the association. <laughs> Matt's just checking his phone. <laughs> no, Matt's Matt, just Matt feels really sad for Twiglets. Matt's, Matt's like, leave Twiglets alone. Matt's just ordered your Christmas present shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I just know. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, I think, yeah, what a fantastic movie. Um, thank you so much, Shah, yeah. for joining yeah, us. Yeah, and for just. For- for That's suggesting that movie as well. Genuinely, yeah. that is a, a yearly watch now. I'm like, yeah. It's a cracking yeah. film. It's a really good one. Um, especially if you have like baked goods. Mm. Like, just why not watch watch a film with baked goods? I'm not telling you what to put in them, but I imagine it helps. <laughs> Chocolate chip. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying nothing. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. Uh, and uh, and adios. See you, see you later. See you. Bye. Bye, amigos. Feliz Navidad. <laughs>Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thank you for listening to another episode of Don't Be A Hero Podcast. If you have any comments, feedback or any thoughts, email us at don'tbeaheropodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and other streaming platforms for future content. And to keep up to date on all things Don't Be A Hero, follow us on our Instagram or our TikTok at Don't Be A Hero Podcast. We'll see you there.